from digitiki.com. You should try the new rum drink. Mmm, it's good. What's it called? A Mai Tai. Here, you finish this one, I'll order another. You've had six already, man. Oh, be careful, Daddy. Those Mai Tais can be mighty powerful. Welcome to the Quiet Village. Another visit to the Quiet Village. As always, I'm your host, Digitiki, coming to you direct from digitiki.com in the heart of the Quiet Village. I hope you all enjoyed the last episode, the jazz episode. I got a great deal of positive feedback from it, and uh, I had a wonderful time just sitting and chatting with Bob. Uh, all of his jazz stories, there were so Many, uh, We just couldn't get to him all. Even when we weren't rolling, he was telling me some great stories, and I, I, I just loved it. So a lot has happened since the last episode. There is so much news in The Quiet Village that I almost feel like a news show. Uh, there are several top stories to report. Uh, there are some notable CD reissues. Uh, as well as some digital download reissues to talk about. A new record by a close relative of Arthur Lyman has just been released, and I'm proud to say I'm part of it. Thank you very much. And perhaps the biggest news is that the Bahuka Tiki restaurant in Rosemead, California, has just closed. I'll have more on that in a bit. But first, some news from The Quiet Village about The Quiet Village. The, uh, the Quiet Village is now on Facebook. We finally got into the 2000, uh, we finally got into the 2010s. Uh, now you can visit the Quiet Village directly from our website digitiki.com and now also from Facebook. Uh, it's the Quiet Village podcast on Facebook and I invite all of you listening to this to post on the page. Give me your song suggestions. Let me know what you think. Tell me about tiki things going on. Uh, and also be sure to like us on Facebook. Please like me. Please like me. <laughs> the uh, the other news which I have mentioned on a previous show, but I'm, I'm I'm not sure. I think I've mentioned it on a previous show. Is that the Quiet Village is now on iTunes? It for those of you who were already subscribed before we were available on iTunes, nothing has changed. You'll still get the show, uh, but now if you want to point friends and family to the Quiet Village, you can simply tell them to go to iTunes Store and search the keywords Quiet Village Podcast, and boom. There I am. Uh, so it's a lot easier way to uh, to turn people onto it. Another exciting thing is now you can keep on listening to tunes via The Quiet Village if you're on Spotify. We are now on Spotify under, of course, Digitiki. That's the username. So I'm going to put links up both on the website, digitiki.com, as well as uh, through Facebook. So if you got your Spotify app open, at least it works for me. You click on the, the link to the specific playlist, and it should launch your Spotify and go right to the playlist. And then you can click on follow. Uh, or you can do a manual search. Spotify is not completely user-friendly in that respect. But you can, you can find me, Digitiki, by uh, uh, doing a, in the search window of your Spotify app. Just type in Spotify colon user colon Digitiki, all lowercase. I know that sounds kind of complicated. Spotify colon user colon Digitiki, all lowercase, and it'll take it to me. And then you can click on follow. Or if you click on the um, the links that I have to the playlists that I have up, you can click on follow, and you can from there you can follow all the playlists. And you can also, I believe, you can add to them because they are public, so you can listen to more tunes. I've got some great playlists started, and I'm going to constantly be adding more tunes and more playlists, which is really cool. All right. Now, the biggest news about The Quiet Village is, of course, the launching of our new gift shop. Yes, The Quiet Village gift shop is now open. And to launch the shop, we're offering The Quiet Village Mai Tai Glasses. It's a first. 
Now you can drink along with me in an official Mai Tai glass. And yes, I've got my Mai Tai right here. If you can hear that. I've got it in the Mai Tai glass, and it tastes way better in the Mai Tai glass, of course. The artwork on the glass is by wonderful artist Eric October, who's been on the show. Uh, he, he designed all of the artwork by hand. It uh, features the Quiet Village logo flanked by two tiki's holding iPods, which is very cool. On the back of the glass is the Quiet Village Mai Tai recipe. So you don't have to write it down. You've got it right there. Uh, they are really beautiful, and everything is printed in a retro aqua color, which is really nice. Uh, they don't look like any other Mai Tai glass that's sitting on your shelf, so it's very cool. They are going fast, seriously, so get yours now. All the proceeds of the gift shop go to keeping the quiet village on the air. Um, you know, server, rental, domain name, uh, re-registration, all that stuff. Also, I am hoping that I uh, it will give me the opportunity to do something I've wanted to do for a while, which is launch a 24-7 Quiet Village net radio station. And I want to get people's vibe if they would like to see a 24-7 net radio station devoted to Exotica. So please check out the gift shop. This is only the beginning, folks. Uh, I'm actually planning uh, Quiet Village t-shirts, which should be coming soon, as well as other great items from exotic ports of call. Just ahead, I'll be talking about some new releases of classic exotic albums, uh, a new track sent to me by a band called The Travelers in Time, and the sad news and the closing of the Bahuka restaurant. But now let's kick off, kick off everything with a song that is perfect for breaking in the new Quiet Village Mai Tai glasses. It's a song that I have not played before, and I really don't know why. It's from the Bon Airs. It's called Mai Tai Bossa Nova, right here on the Quiet Village. Thank you. 
Okay, you just heard a set starting off with the Bon Airs from their album Polynesian Sunset. Kind of a hard album to find. I don't know why I haven't played that track before. It's a great song. It's called Mai Tai Bossa Nova. And, uh, not available on CD, unfortunately. Kind of hard to find on LP. Um, it's it's kind of a, it's a lot of fun. After that, we heard a wonderful Latin tinge tune called Games by harpist Dorothy Ashby from her album Afro Harping. Uh, and then uh, ending up that set, we had a tune called Fairy of the Lake by a band called Yonder Boy. Um, and that is a listener request. And I, I must apologize up hand. I seem to have lost the email that was sent to me by the listener who was requesting it. But I remember it because I, I, I pulled that song and stuck it aside because I knew I was going to do it for a listener request. So if you... Um, if you're listening, I am sorry, but at least I did remember the song request. Uh, sorry about that. That is a great tune that goes back to my future Zotica show, which which uh, with remixed ambient songs that I personally think uh, qualify as modern day Exotica. They fit in really nicely with vintage Exotica, but at least I think so. Now I'm going to talk about some new releases, or I should say reissues of vintage LPs. First is Martin Denny, and the uh, and the Denny wave just keeps coming. Uh, I recently told you about two Martin Denny CDs that came out from Vocalion Records, uh, featuring four classic Denny LPs, the versatile Martin Denny, Latin Village, A Taste of Honey, and another taste of honey. Well, Vocalion uh, has just released two more CDs uh, with four more uh, later Martin Denny albums on them, two, two albums per CD. The first CD contains the remastered LP, A Taste of India, and Classica Exotica. I, I have to apologize again. Both albums I do not have, and I am sad to say, have never listened to. So, yep, there are albums that I have yet to hear. Um, the other Vocalion release um, from Martin Denny is another CD containing Denny's Exotic Love and Exotica Today LPs, all of which are remastered. I do not have these CDs yet, but I am working on it. They are released in Europe, England, I believe, uh, so they are a little pricey for us here in the village, but they are destined to be collectibles. So if you like those albums, or if you're a Martin Denny completist collector, you'll want to get these. Hopefully in the next few shows to come, I will have them and I'll be able to play some tracks for you. The next set of releases are some digital download reissues from some vintage LPs that I thought just would never be reissued. I just didn't think they would see the digital light of day. For the first LP reissue is one of my favorites, both for the music and for the cover art. It's called Beachcomber Serenade by the South Seas Serenaders. The cover features a bare-breasted island girl sitting with her back to the camera, unfortunately. Uh, a wonderful cover. It's absolutely beautiful. And the music is very nice, too. It's, it's traditional... I would say more Tahitian island music. Um, the LP is exceptionally hard to find. Uh, it's it's very, I would say it's in the 50s. It's mono. It's never been put out in stereo. This uh, reissue I found on Amazon, it's digital download. It sounds, uh, it could be from the tapes. I'm not sure. The The LP quality itself, I have a pretty clean LP, and it, it, it it's it's a little rough. So the the recording quality is so-so. Uh, a lot of these albums in the 50s uh, were recorded in Tahiti or in Hawaii. They just took reel-to-reel -reel decks, portable reel-to-reels, and just recorded them and brought them back and, 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 and cut records with them. So they're not exactly high studio albums, but uh, they are great nonetheless. Another release is a digital download only uh, by uh, Gaston Gilbert. I, I would say Gaston Gilbert. I, I'm assuming that's how you say it. Uh, who was a prolific, who has a prolific discography. This album is called uh, South Seas Honeymoon. Again, it's a great, it's great Tahitian music. Definitely Tahitian. It's a digital download. I found it on Amazon. I believe it's also on iTunes. The original cover art, 
uh, is is kept. Uh, it's a beautiful photo of mid-century couple walking away from a Pan Am clipper plane on an island uh, as the locals are about to put lays on them. Fantastic cover. The reissue includes the original cover almost complete. Uh, the audio is a little over-processed in my estimation, but I'm really happy to see the uh, I'm really, really happy to see this thing available. Um, the next album that's out is uh, Roy Smeck. His his uh, album South Seas Serenade, uh, not really related to the South Seas Serenaders, which I mentioned earlier. Roy Smeck albums are pretty rare, and reissues are even more rare. Um, he was big in the early part of the 20th century with uh, with island music, a heck of a, of a guitar player. Uh, and this comes com- this album comes complete with the original artwork. It's wonderful. The next one is. An album called Aloha from Hawaii by the Diamond Head Beachcombers. Um, if you search thrift store bins and and um, and swap meets, you'll recognize this album cover. Uh, you're uh, you were most definitely familiar with it. Last but not least is a digital release of Augie Cologne's Chant of the Jungle LP. Now the only problem with this one is that it has it has been renamed. The album's been renamed Jungle Drums. I don't know why. Uh, and the wonderful cover art from the LP has been replaced with a tacky artwork that seems to look like an Ibizan dance remix album or some smooth jazz release. It's it's just tacky. Um, uh, not at all the same charm of the original LP. The other sad thing about this album is it's presented in mono and the audio quality is absolutely terrible. The original LP was produced by Martin Denny. Augie Cologne was Denny's percussionist for many years. The LP was released in both mono and stereo on Liberty Records. Um, I have a stereo copy of the LP and it sounds wonderful. It's crisp. It's clean. This digital release is muted, muddy, and it's mono. Uh, uh, you know, I always preach it. If you like it, buy it. This one is terrible. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, so let's go to an extended set of each of these releases I just talked about, except for, for uh, the Denny's, because I don't have those yet. All of these songs are available as digital downloads from either iTunes or Amazon if you want to pick them up. And I I did, so uh, I suggest them. Uh, so st- let's start off with the South Seas Serenaders and one of my favorite album covers. Uh, the Beachcomber Serenade album. Here is a track called I Got Hooked at a Hookie Lao. Thank you. 
great set of tunes there. A lot of guitar going on in that one. That is a bunch of tracks that have been reissued, actually from albums that have been reissued as digital downloads from, you can get them from Amazon, iTunes. I'm sure there's some other ones. Those are the ones I primary, primarily search. Now I want to talk to you about some, <laughs> some more news. I want to talk to you about a very, very fun release that I am happy to be a part of. As you know, I'm a big fan of Arthur Lyman, major exotica figure. Recently, in the, in the last few years, I've had the opportunity to uh, to both meet and musically work with the nephew, or actually I think he's the great-nephew of Arthur Lyman. His name is Alika Lyman, and he's uh, also from Hawaii. He is currently in Hawaii uh, studying music. He is a phenomenal musician, a really talented jazz guitarist, and I've had the opportunity to work with him uh, and hang out with him. He is a really really wonderful guy. He has just put out his first album. It is called, appropriately enough, the Alika, the Alika Lyman Group, and you can check it out on Facebook. Again, you can find Alika Lyman on Facebook. I believe there's also a page for the Alika Lyman Group. De- definitely check it out. He has a website, too, called alikalyman.com, all one word, A-L-I-K-A, and Lyman, L-Y-M-A-N.com. His music is wonderful, and I actually played on three of the tracks from this album, so I'd like to show it to you, play you some jazzy stuff, kind of uh, going back to the last episode, the uh, jazz episode. Alika is uh, very much into the history of his his uh, the lineage in the name Lyman. He's very much into that and uh, we talked at length and he is he very much embraces the exotica lineage that his name has and i actually do hope to work with him again on some exotica stuff in the future so who knows what will come out but i want to play a track for you this is a a wonderful track and i'm actually on it on vibes it um it's such a lazy kind of to me it's like 2 a.m as the bar is closing kind of song very jazzy it's called crude and this is from the alika lyman group from the album just self-titled alika lyman group which was just released in early march of 2013 here you go right here on the quiet village
Welcome to the Quiet Village. That track you just heard was called Sunrise Over Ko Olao 1953. That's the title of the track from a band called Travelers of Time. They sent that track to me. I went to their website, and uh, they have quite a few albums out, and one that I'm kind of intrigued by, which is a tribute to John Barry. It's kind of redone versions of of John Barry movie sound, uh, score themes, and it's very, very cool. Travelers of Time, T-Y-M-E, like the spice. And before that, we heard Alika Lyman Group from their first release with yours truly on the vibes, a tune called Crude. And that song just totally makes me want to have a drink at 2 a.m. and and relax. That's Love that album. Okay, next up, I want to do actually a shout-out to uh, a listener that I actually had the wonderful opportunity to meet. Eric, who is a pilot who lives in Portland, actually had a layover on my island for a short time. And uh, we tooled around the village, hitting up some of the local tiki places. Had a wonderful time with Eric. And uh, he is into Italian lounge music, which is a whole new genre for me. I I wasn't that familiar with it, but now the more that I'm looking into it, the more I love it. So, Eric, you've got me me going on another genre now. So I'm going to dedicate this next song to Eric. It's a great tune. It's called Italian Sunset, and it's by an artist by the name of Alessandro Alessandroni from a compilation called Italian Bassa. This one's for you, Eric. Fly, 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 fly,
And uh, wouldn't you know it, we have come almost to the end. My Mai Tai is just about empty. But before we go, I do want to tell you about the another piece of the big news uh, that I mentioned at the top of the show, which was the closing of the Bahuka restaurant in Rosemead, California. I used to go to that place. I'm very sad to see it close. It was a wonderful, wonderful family restaurant. You could hang out in your jeans and a t-shirt and relax. And it really was one of those places that as soon as the front door closed, you were someplace else. Actually, when you got into the, to the, to the, um, to the parking lot, you knew you were someplace else. There were giant World War II ship um, uh, lifeboats hanging in the corners of the parking lot. There was all kinds of nautical stuff on the outside of the building. And then when you went inside, it was, as a friend of mine, Jim Bakke, said, it was like being inside of a nautical junk drawer. There was stuff everywhere. And there was no real rhyme or reason, which kind of made it cool. There was western stuff there was there was asian stuff there was nautical there was tiki there was a little bit of everything uh there were so many lamps and plastic parrots hanging from the ceiling and actually it was dark in there you know like as a normal tiki restaurant is it was fairly dark and i had been there many times and i remember once looking up into the rafters and there was a giant uh rowboat a, a canoe, a huge, in the rafters. And then I started looking around. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. All this stuff in the rafters, you just wouldn't really notice it unless you really were looking for it. Lots of old lamps. Um, around the bar, there were these really, really old ceramic sake bottles from Japan that were used to make a partition at, with bamboo. There was a giant bass or some kind of fish head there was a light in it and there was a light coming out of its mouth it was just a crazy place there was a um, there was it was there was a section that was sectioned off it looked like you were in a jail and uh, it was all booths and each booth was separated by a fish tank so there were there were way over a hundred fish tanks and it was really something amazing to sit in there very calming to sit to sit in there and hear the fish bubbles and watch the fish and uh, enjoy the music. They were always playing a lot of slack key guitar and is Israel come come a coco wow whatever his name it is. They were always playing. Uh, I got to know the owner a little bit, Darlene Flegel, I believe was her name. She was really sweet and would talk to you and tell you about the place, which apparently had been open since the early 60s. I think uh, somebody told me there were two Bahukas at one point and one of them closed and all the stuff got consolidated into that one. They were known for their ribs, uh, just, you know, hearty American food. Uh, they had wonderful cocktails that were a bit on the strong side. They served uh, one in uh, a big wooden salad bowl with a, with an ice Volcano, and they'd light them on fire for you. They would always bring them to your drink, to your, uh, to your, to your table on fire. It was just a wonderful place, and I was fortunate enough to be in there several times when it wasn't open. Um, uh, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to perform in there uh, a couple of times, be there for some events. It was just a wonderful, wonderful place. I want to tell you quickly. Um, about a story or a, um, a piece that was done about the Bahuka on public radio. I'm going to give you a link to that. I, I didn't want to replay it for obvious reasons because I didn't do it. Um, but uh, you can get a link to it. It was a wonderful piece on public radio about the closing of the Bahuka, and uh, the author did a really great job. I unfortunately was not able to get there in the week that they were closing due to my schedule. I did try and call to see if I could get in there before or after they closed. They were swamped. I went, I went uh, the weekend before, not the weekend. Uh, I went the week before the week that they were going to close once it was announced, and I couldn't even get into the parking lot. There were people lined up, and from what I hear, it was 
the average wait was over two hours. So the community just came out. Everyone loved it. There were lots of stories of people who had grown up there, some people taking their first drink there. And I'm really, really sad to see the place close. There were rumors that the building was going to be leveled to make way for a parking lot for uh, to expand parking for the medical plaza next door. There was another rumor that someone had bought the property and was going to turn it into a Chinese restaurant. I kind of tend to not believe that. I, I, I Just because it's already a restaurant, uh, there's Chinese restaurants everywhere in that area. It just didn't seem practical. Uh, to me, knowing, knowing the space and knowing that medical building next door, they needed the parking. I'll bet that's really what it was. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's very sad that the Bahuka is gone. I'm I'm very sad. It was a fun place to just go and get lost. So uh, actually, since we are at the end of the episode, I am going to leave you with the sounds of the Bahuka. Um, I, I was fortunate enough to get the chance to hang out in there a little bit sometimes when it wasn't open. And I used to just go love to stand in, in the aisles between the booths in one of the sections and listen to the fish tanks and just look at the light from the fish tanks because most of the time that was all it was. Uh, there was the light from the fish tanks. It was very dark. Um, and it was very relaxing. Uh, even when you were there having dinner, you were in a booth high back booths with fish tanks all around you. So you were kind of away from everybody else, even though there were people in the booth right next to you. It was a really wonderful place, not stuffy at all. It was a lot of fun. So for those of you who are used to going to the Bahuka and those of you who may have never been or been once, uh, I'm going to leave you with this little audio ambience here. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get some audio from some video that I had done, and I managed to kind of piece a lot of stuff together to make the real sounds of the bahuka. So this is what it's like if you're sitting there having dinner at a booth, and the fish are around you, and you're getting your ribs, and you're having one of the drinks brought to you on fire. It's It was just a magical place. I really enjoyed it, and I'm very very sad that it is no more, but I do have a lot of photos and a lot of memories of it, so I'm, I'm quite happy about that. So now, now that we have reached the end of the episode, you can always go to digitiki.com and click on the podcast button to get a rundown of all the tracks on this and, and past episodes, as well as the link to that PBS special, um, the PBS show that had the segment for the Bahuka. And uh, who knows? We'll see. So always visit us on Facebook. Like me on Facebook. I'd greatly appreciate it. You can even post some of your pictures of the Bahuka if you like. And uh, so I leave you now with the sounds of the Bahuka. Until next time, everyone. Aloha. Jungle deep, 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 deep. 
After you Quiet Village listeners have enjoyed the beaches and listened to the lush island sounds, you will want to explore deeper into the tropical interior with the Jungle Deep podcast. Hello, this is Dr. Jones. At jungledeep.com, we explore the tropical lifestyle with biologists, zoologists, botanists, conservationists, and climatologists as they talk with me about the marvels of the tropical rainforest and how we might save them from extinction. If you love nature and her creatures like I do, join us on the podcast. Jungle Deep. Deep. Deep.